66.6 The Horror. Welcome to the podcast where we address, stress, and obsess over everything that is horror. I am your foreman for today, Hell's Hooligan, and I'm joined by my creepy co-host, Evil Eddie. You're so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And Lynn Leatherface. Buddies! Buddies! It's What's been a little up? bit. It has been a minute. Oh, man. How long? Uh, it was February. February. Feb- was it? Yeah. Probably the last time we got together. Now, I know we worked previously on the house episode, which we, we threw out there January. Uh, yeah. Correct, right? Because that's the last, last episode that we did. Well, and, and we, we don't have to say what movie we covered in February, because we're going to release it later, but we yeah. did do one in, in February. Yeah, we got together and recorded, and then, you know, as it seems to be, uh, I guess where, where we live, February was kind of a crazy month. Yeah, yes. we had the fucking ice apocalypse that month. Yeah. That wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got snowed in, and then uh, life happened, and, and, you know, all the other craziness that's uh, ensued of 2021, you yeah, know? Of course. So, yeah. here we are, back. It is it. September the 8th. Golly, yeah, here we go, man. So, ready to fucking rock. And we're going to release that episode soon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No. No. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to know, because there's a Saturday the 14th coming up at some point. Mm. Ah, yes. What are you talking about? Well, we're not talking about that movie. (laughs) That's a great movie, though. Okay, I was about to say, wait a minute. Show it some love. I love that movie. Dude, Saturday the 14th is a great one. You ever seen the sequel? Yeah. Saturday, Sunday the fifteenth. No, no. Is there really one? No, I think there is another Saturday the fourteenth part two. I think there should be if there isn't. Yeah, and they should have called it Sunday the fifteenth. Yeah, wasted opportunity. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totes. Yeah. So instead of All making right. another Transformers or Fast and Furious, there's your idea. Yeah, Sunday the fifteenth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it is so fucking great to be yes. back. Yeah. yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, uh, we are going to get back at this. We're going to be putting out a lot more content going forward. We got some really cool plans. Uh, so for all you listeners that actually give a fuck about us, um, get get ready for content overload, my friend. Yeah, we're gonna be all up in your business. All up in that. Yep. All up in that. And without further ado, let's go to the main event. Hearing that again just gets the, the blood just just going, just boiling, flowing, and and and, and, and bubbling and going, and do all you, the right places. Do, are you okay? It seems that your blood is boiling right now. <laughs> you got <laughs> blood on the boil twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. It's always just boiling. It's just boiling, man. Ooh. Oh man. Well, you know, at sixty six point six, the horror. Every single time we talk about a movie, what do we do, guys? Well. 
Well, we don't even know what movie we're talking about today. Have we even talked about that? No, totally not. We just talked about that we haven't talked in a while, so now we should talk about what we're talking about. We should talk about what we're talking about. What are we talking about here? I think we should see a band. A band? Like like music? No. Like a rubber band? No, like a band movie. Oh, Oh, okay. That was banned. No. Just a band movie. About a band? No. Oh, okay. Like Charles. Oh, a Charles oh. Band movie. Ah, oh, yeah. I okay. see where you're going with wow. this. Oh, yeah. very cool. I'm down. Yeah, like a like a full moon production. Hey. Oh, man. Oh, I like it. So you want to go to a video store? You want to pick something up? We always do. It wouldn't we be. We might as well. It wouldn't be 66.6 The Horror if we did not. That's a true statement, yeah. Lynn Leatherface. It would not be. Okay, well, let's go. I heard about a cool one. It's kind of out in the sticks. Mm-hmm. Kind of out in the country. Mm-hmm. It's called Slauson's Lost Oasis. Video store. Wow. Say that five times fast. Slauson's Lost Oasis Video Store. Very cool. Yeah. Slauson's yeah. Lost Oasis Video Store. Yeah, it's I, good. It wow, sounds okay. cool. I don't know about this Slauson character. So what happens when you say, what is it again? Slauson's Lost Oasis. Slauson's Lost Oasis. Slauson's Lost Oasis. Whoa, whoa. I, I want to know what happens when you say it five times. I don't want like, oh, he, a fucking he sh- Slauson coming out. He shows out. up like You're bloody have fucking to say it Mary. Six because by the fifth time you slurred it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go. Let's let's see what they got. Yeah, let's, see what they right. got. let's yeah, pick up a cool. videotape. Let's talk about it. All right, let's do it. Cool. All right, here we go. Wow, this place looks like it's uh, it's got some character. I mean, look at yeah. those very neat the little character. sort of wax. Hey, speaking sculptures. of character, check out this fucking oh character. My goodness, hardy work over there. Look at these cool wow. statues. Hey, hey this yeah. character over here. Welcome to my video store. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, we're here as uh, from 66.6 The Horror. What we do is we go around the country, around the world even, actually, to be fair. We find these little corners of the world, um, and we um, rent videotapes from these quirky little rental stores. Uh, would you happen to have any recommendations, your name, sir? Do you like mannequins? I do not want to see mannequin. I am not in the mood for a romance yeah, right now. Yeah, Starship that was uh, once Jefferson Starship that was once Jefferson Airplane that was once Jefferson Biplane that was once Jefferson that was just Jeff Then the band J. No, I'm good. Have yeah. you ever put plaster on your face and made a mold of yourself? No, but I've got that stuff on my hands before, and yeah. it hurts. I, I listened to the Kiss song. <laughs> so I know all about it, so yes. When you put the plaster on your face, it eventually covers up every air hole, and then you'll die of fright. Hey, hey, can we cut through this and you have a tape for us, huh? Okay, I got one. Just It's how about this one here? It's pretty good. This tourist trap. You ever seen it? No, maybe. No, right but quick. I've been to a few before. I don't right quick. Can I? Can I use your telephone? Sure. Oh, thanks. Help yourself, but it doesn't work. I got nobody to call. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I, 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 I can see that. Yeah, no one really calls anyone these days. Did you notice my mask? Oh, it, it's it's hard <laughs> not to. Actually, my brother makes me wear it because he thinks I want to be like him. Pretty. Yeah. Uh, you're so pretty. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it works Why don't you like me? Oh, okay. Hey, hey, we'll take this video. <laughs> Tourist trap. Read it. All right. Well, let's see what this movie claims it has to offer. <laughs> They couldn't resist it. The dummies. 
Now that's what they're in danger of becoming. When three beauties stumble into a bizarre tourist trap run by a reclusive good old boy, they discover a collection of amazingly lifelike mannequins. What's the secret behind this shop that should be dispensing maps, trinkets, and gasoline? But instead unleashes waves of shock and suspense. You'll find out. Tourist Trap comes off powerfully with its games of cat and mouse terror. Tourist Trap. What do you think? You want to rent it? Sounds like I've seen this movie before, but... This sounds like a trap to oh, me. Oh, wait, hold on here. Yeah. My, hold on, my brother's coming. Hold on, I gotta get oh, out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah let's get, get the fuck out of here. Did my brother David come up in here and start talking to you all Oh, again? it's no problem whatsoever. He was very kind. You know, he, he seemed to be very concerned about, about you in particular. And, you know, but yeah, it's all fine. you Don't... just ignore the shit out of him. Oh, Listen here. Well. Listen here. My name is Edward Slauson. This is my lost oasis here. Oh, and, uh, you okay, know, Mr. Slauson. Nobody hey. comes by here no more. They all take the interstate. They're always in a sure. hurry these days. Sure, you know? sure. uh, motherfuckers. Well, it's a shame because you have quite the collection of tapes, quite the collection of, of, of wax figures. What, what really? The mannequins. Uh, not, uh, no, mannequins. not wax figures. Gotcha. Well, it, it probably took you a while to build this dream. It Hopefully did. Not it forever. took me a whole lifetime. Yeah. This is my shit. Okay, gotcha. Well, you ever seen something so cool? Never. Not not in my I life. Oh, a great concept. A wax museum so. slash video store. I think that could really go over well. It has over the years. It, it looks like if it. If they wouldn't have built that goddamn interstate, then <laughs> that seen, it, boy, it seems to be the issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's an issue, that's for sure. You know, Norman Bates had that same problem. Yeah, Did he? Mm-hmm. Who was that? Uh, <laughs> you don't know him? The famous quarterback of the... Never mind, don't worry about it. It's all good. I heard you, you picked out a movie called Tourist Trap. Right, which kind of seems the opposite of your uh, establishment here, since you don't get any tourists. It's hard to trap them when they don't come around here. Mr. Slauson. Mr. Slauson. Oh, oh, lost Oasis for sure. <laughs> you got lost finding this place. <laughs> you goddamn hilarious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> get the fuck out of my oh, store. Uh, okay. <laughs> Guys, uh, wow! Pretty excited about this movie. Uh, never, never a dull moment here on sixty six point six The Horror, and you never know who you're going to bump into. Yeah, yeah. Does this uh, Lost Oasis have a return slot? Because we tend to need those often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm not, dude. I'm not going to rewind this tape. <laughs> yeah, don't <Man> bother. <laughs> Yolo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about this movie. What do you guys think about the cover? Oh man, it's what got my attention initially. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that the the cover of this movie is really, really effective. You know, I, before even knowing anything about this movie, I was intrigued to watch it just because of the poster. I think it's really fucking cool. Yeah. Are you guys surprised that this wasn't more iconic? Yes and no. Knowing a little bit about the background uh, of the movie, um, now now knowing that, uh, not surprised at all. But previously, yeah, uh, especially after watching it and uh, not knowing anything about it when I watched it, I was like, how have I not, why am I not? Are you referring to the poster being more iconic or the movie? No, the uh, poster. Just the poster? Oh, gotcha. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's it's a really effective poster. You yeah. know, I mean, there's, I think in the 70s and 80s, even up into the 90s, the, the horror movie posters were 
different than what you see these days. Well, you know, and I mean, until recently, had you seen the poster before? Is this something that you've seen before? Because no, honestly, I never saw this until I saw the movie, which is uh, maybe a few years ago. Actually, five years ago. Never heard this movie. And never yeah. saw the poster. Very similar experience. I mean, I so. didn't have any history with it. Didn't know anything about it. Hadn't seen it. Hadn't seen the poster. So to what you're saying, yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, it took yeah. that long. I'm yeah. Probably, and I probably saw it. You probably saw it before I did because it was in the past maybe three years. Two or the three years, so. first Fair time enough. I had heard of this movie and the first time I'd seen the poster was Waxworks Records. Uh, they're a, a vinyl yeah. record company out of New Orleans, I believe. It was somewhere in Louisiana. Mm. Um they did a release uh, of the soundtrack of this. Very and I cool. remember it being on their website and seeing it. I was like, oh, man, that's a really cool looking, you know, the mask from the front poster. Yeah. And when you clicked on it, uh, it, it would like let you preview some of the music that was from it. And the preview song was the song that plays uh, when Slauson's wife's mannequin lights up and it's oh, kind of sure. that it's kind of like a like a xylophone or something yeah, yeah. Uh, or like a roll. music box yeah type. bells yeah. or something yeah. like that anyways it was that song and i and that is by far my favorite song in the movie yeah. uh and we'll get to that in a little bit yeah. but uh <laughs> but that was what the, my first introduction into it i didn't see the movie for a couple years after it but it's uh but yeah. i also could see how if you do see this poster you're kind of like okay white mask killer every mm-hmm. year young people go disappear Tourist trap again. You know, there's, there's, I could see where it'd be easy to pass over, like, okay. Yeah, get lost in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's nothing standing out. It's just another white mask. We've seen that a few times. Okay. True. True. Um, okay. Uh, hey guys, thumbs up, thumbs down. A thumbs up for me. Yeah. Thumbs up for me too. I give it a thumbs up as well. Yeah. Having said that, I mean, it's not, it's not my favorite movie in the world. It's, is it a reluctant thumbs up? It's, it, it's not necessarily a reluctant thumbs up for me. It's definitely a thumbs up, but, Oh, well, well, I guess we'll get into it. As yeah, we'll get it down, into it. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good one, but... Uh, so thumbs up all around. Yeah. Thumbs up all around, yeah. for sure. We okay. got to watch up. it. You yeah. got to watch it. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen it, watch it. Okay. Um, so let's go into some likes and dislikes. Let's talk, let's discuss this thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All which, right? you know, well, well, my favorite part of, of this is when we kind of break it down and hear what you guys are saying. I'm always amazed at how similar we see things. Even if we both... Like, let's say, for instance, we don't like it. One of us doesn't like it. One of us does. We always seem to be like, yeah, I, I pretty much agree with you there on Good that. Good point. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, who wants to start us off? Evil Eddie, start us off, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay, so... I guess let's just... Let me just get the dislikes out of the way because there's not all that many. Hmm. So, the one thing that I... I guess I don't really like about it is... The movie starts off kind of... Simple, kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, kind of like basically any slasher movie. So the more you get into it, you know, the more it starts to grow on you, the more the story starts to unfold. And then I think at some point it starts to become a WT fuck movie where it starts to get like really obscure and starts to become like kind of like they're doing a mind fuck of a movie just to be obscure. And I, that's the part where it starts to lose me. Yeah. Um, like I was telling you guys earlier, you know, the first time I saw it, I loved it. The second time I saw it, not too long ago, uh, last week when we were talking about doing this and I was taking notes, I felt like the movie dragged a lot more. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as fun of an experience the second time. But the second time I was just really trying to take some really good notes. So, right. uh, you know, maybe upon a third watch, I'll leave all that behind and enjoy it for what it really is. But... I just felt like it could have been a little bit more simpler, less on the cryptic side. Other than that, not really a whole lot. I liked the acting in it, um, especially 
Chuck Connors. Yeah. I think that he was amazing. He mm-hmm. takes the screen. I mean, he he is amazing. Um, all the girls in the film were really good. They all had their kind of their character. They, they, they were very distinct characteristics about every single one of those girls. Um, I, I like how they all kind of work together. The movie is solid. It, it really is. The uh, scenery is really scary. The opening scene is scary. Um, I, the way the mannequins just kind of start interacting with the people, um, it truly is terrifying. So the movie's scary. It does its job as a horror film. I, th- I think it's an all-around solid movie. I, sure. I can't really think of anything that is mind-blowing about the movie. The mm-hmm. The score, I, I do really like the score. I didn't think I would like it at first when it first kicks in, but the more it goes, the more it starts to grow on you, the more right. it sto- sounds more haunting. Yeah, I mean, that's a that pretty much says it all for me. Solid well, movie all the way around. And, and okay. I think that... I think that kind of where you're at with it is is a, is a great place to be because I I felt like after I watched it a second time I got to thinking to myself all those things it's like why isn't this more well known but then I started to kind of replay the movie in my head because it was fresh and I just watched it and I'm like you know I can tell you why and I started to kind of pick apart the movie in a way that I hadn't from the first time I'd seen it. It's like it's all the all the right things are there. It, it 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 clicks on all the right cylinders, but it just seems like there's something missing that kind of sets it over the edge. And maybe because at this time in '78, right, so you start to see, you know, a few more slashers it's, come out. This one is right? a little bit predictable. I mean, I was not surprised at all when I found out that it's one and the same person as absolutely. the killer. Yeah, yeah that did not blow my mind at all. I, I, I you kind of saw that coming. Right, right, and and I think that. Uh, that's where it has a problem getting out of its own way is that it's hard to, I mean, yeah, it's easy to figure out what's going on. It's like, it's kind of like watching a Scooby-Doo episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think some Scooby-Doo episodes kind of took me for more of a loop than this movie. <laughs> um, you know, it's it like, was old the, man Slauson. No, pull off the Slauson mask. <laughs> what's this? You know, uh, but I think there's enough good there that it's like, okay, like I could definitely see um, for hardcore like horror fans like us, one of the first things that kind of stands out is it's not really that violent, but that's okay. That's all right. I mean, there's some violent kills, but it's not over the top gory. That's fine. I'm not into horror for all the. I got some trivia on that later. Exactly. Well, it's probably the same kind of mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, we'll save that for later. And there's a reason why. So I think if you don't know that, um, you may be surprised in a good way, and it may help answer some questions for you. But yeah, uh, there's there's not a lot of gore, but the kills are effective. Totally. So I can't really like argue that acting is fantastic. And then once you kind of start figuring out the story behind that, you realize like they did get the perfect person to, to play Mr. Slonson. Uh, but he wasn't even their first pick. As a matter of fact, he was kind of third man on the totem pole. And we can get into that when we talk about trivia later. But um, I, I just think that there's enough good about it to like really make it stand out from other slashers, but I kept kind of feeling like, eh, it kind of reminds me of Detective Jane's on Massacre, and eh, you know what? It seems to be dragging here, and why is this scene just pop up out of nowhere? Like, there's a few scenes that, like, try to be, like, slapstick funny with this weird music. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, like, woodblocks and, like, Kalamazoo's, and, like, that's strange, and the whole telekinesis thing for me, it's like, they talk about it, but they don't really go into it more. I think that that's a bit odd. 
And, you know, all in all, I think that there, there's enough good redeeming about it. Like, some of the kills without being gory are interesting. And I love that they can pull that off without having a result to gore. But the effects are really good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the acting's good, but I don't really care about the ensemble as much. as I mean, they're, they're believable. Like, the girls and they're swimming in the pool. It seems like something. Or the, the, the water, right? The little, little pond, right? That little scene. It's like, it's definitely believable. I don't really care. I don't really care about them. Yeah. Like like you do in other slashers. Like I, I don't really care that if any of them live. Right. I'm just now wanting to see how interesting they get picked off. Because well, do it, you believe that they're friends? Do they does their friendship circle make make sense? Not totally. Not totally. No. Right. That's yeah, uh, not totally. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. yeah it, it didn't really seem like they were really should be together on this trip. Um, but yeah, that, and that's where I give it a, a not not necessarily a reluctant thumbs up. I like it, and I will definitely you know watch it again. I can't say it's one of those ones I'll throw on every. Halloween, when the mood strikes me, it's right. I gotta play it instant classic. Um, so I, I think it's 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 biggest flaws, it's pacing. If we're gonna talk about like negatives, but other than that, I think there's some creative kills. The beginning intro is really really great, really creepy with the guys wheeling the t- uh, tire into the the gas station and all the mannequins start popping out. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like this is really creepy stuff. And um, yeah, I, yeah. All in all, I kind of, I kind of like the uh, the idea that, that what they were where they were going with it. Like they had these mechanical sort of uh, wax figures that are real lifelike, and uh, a person kind of obsessing over over that and being so good at it that they've created something that's you know, you know, not like quite like I guess if this movie's supposed to be playing like it was nineteen seventy eight, these wax figures or these mechanical beings, it would be very unlike anything that was available or around at that time. Technology that was kind of like we covered banana splits. It's like, okay, it's androids, but everyone's just okay with it. You know, Um, I I think it's kind of an interesting take on like throwing something out there that obviously technology, there's no way they were going to have anything like that. I mean, you saw the way some of those things moved. Mm -hmm. It's like, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, What do you think, Hooligan? For a movie made in 79, it's not up to par with some of the other horror movies that were coming out around that time. Um, so in, this one was rated PG as well, which is that so... That was part of the trivia. Though. Part yeah, of the trivia. Yeah, I, I right. figured you were going to go there, but let's, let's talk about that a little bit now. I mean, the fact that it was rated PG, it should have not been rated PG. So the director talks about that, and he thought they were really pushing the boundaries with it. Yeah. And he thought that they were definitely... Because he said, you, you know, with a movie like this, you want it to have an R rating. That's what they're aiming for. When you got a PG rating, they were kind of like, Okay, um, but I do think that it, he mentioned something that I think I wish I had experienced when I was younger. Um, he said that it made its way onto Saturday afternoon television because oh, wow. it gave it a PG. So a lot of little kids grew up watching this movie scared. Cause it's not meant, little kids. No, no it's way. not like, meant for kids. So for kids are watching it. So he said that a lot of the fa- the hardcore fans are like, remember that movie used to come on Saturday afternoons and it was kind of a little bit obscure because it never really had the following. It got popular. So, right, right. You know, someone with all the mask and the mannequin. So it had this lore behind it. Oh. How cool would it have been to be a kid and see this on Saturday afternoon television where it's not supposed to be, you're like, what the hell's going on? It would really freak me out. I guess, right? it, yeah, it would be freaky. I mean, and so here's the thing. I mean, it, it's, it's, it comes out in 79, right? 79. Uh, yeah. It's rated PG. Uh, here's, I know this is a small bit of trivia, and we're going to get to this later, but Irwin Yablons, he is the distributor of this movie. Um, he also distributed Halloween mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3. And so here's the, the thing that I read is that he was watching... 
Tourist Trap and Halloween basically at the same time. He was given both of those films at the same time mm-hmm. before they were released. Okay, so we just said, was it, did it come out in 78 or 79? 79. It, was, it was filmed in probably 77, 78, somewhere in the same, the same time that Halloween was filmed, right? Um, according to Erwin Yablons, when he was watching it, he thought that Tourist Trap was a hit. He thought that this was going to be a great movie and that Halloween was just an average movie. Wow. Both of them had no music. No score had been done yet for it, right? So John Carpenter obviously makes the iconic score to Halloween, which completely changes the entire movie, can, creates an atmosphere that you know is, is awesome. Wow. Um, and then you have, uh, forgive me, what's the name of the composer of this one? Oh, um, God, uh, Pino Grigio. <laughs> yeah. No war. Dinagio. Den- yeah, okay, Dinagio. Uh, so he, he writes the music for this, and man, for me... That is a strong dislike. Evil Eddie, I know you said you like the music. I really don't like the music in this movie. I think that it actually hurts the movie. However, I do really, really enjoy that one song that does sound like a music box. I think mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, it's, it's, it's memorable. I do like that. The rest of the music, I don't find it to be effective. You're 100% wrong. <laughs> the music's great. I'm out of here. Fuck this. Well, um, I, I, can I say this about yeah. the music? Um, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. None of it stands out that I remember it. Um, that scene I do the, the slapstick kind of woodblock because yeah. kind of weird silly music I remember that but the rest of it it doesn't stand out to me I mean it's not saying it's good or bad thing but one scene that I thought worked extremely well that didn't have music is that first kill where you see the gentleman impaled and you just hear the blood dripping as the pan- camera pans yeah that was tense that was and that was re- done really really well and there's a few scenes that the way that they pan the camera the way that it's shot and even how they were shot how they got the effects I thought were really genius and some some decent cinematography though I, I don't know if it's like the grade of film that they recorded on you know it's like the whole thing, like Hunchback and Notre Dame. Right. was recorded on 16 millimeter, and so the way it was filmed, like, they can never... It's going to be hard for them to get a really good quality, no matter how many times they remaster it. I don't know if the case of this movie, we've talked about the quality that we've both seen, and then I watched the Blu-ray. Man, it lacks there. Cinematography-wise, there's some good things, but it's a shame that it's it's so distracting with the poor quality. It is. It is a poor quality. Yeah. And, I mean, you... you Again, you compare it to Halloween because it's the same distributor. It came out right around the same time, basically the same year. Who? Um, what? It, what? Halloweeny? Big Halloween fan here, off the top of their head, knows the budget for that film. Anyway, the budget on this was relatively low. It was like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was three hundred thousand for Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Well, this movie had the same budget, which is crazy. So yeah, because I mean, it does not look as good now. Granted, Halloween has been remastered; it's in 4K and all that, and it looks beautiful. I, I wonder if this w- is capable of looking that good. I don't, I know. don't know. So, I mean, that is a, kind of a dislike for me is the way that it looks. I guess it does have that grindhouse feel to it, but not in a good way. Yeah, I, 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 not, I, I agree yeah, with that. It's not, so it's not like it doesn't have that violent enough to really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't. So it isn't, yeah. a, another thing that I really not super into was the telekinesis part about it. I didn't really know that it was part of the story. I I honestly, the first time I watched it, I thought it was like animatronics. Like he had like, like pulley systems and stuff all set up around that he was. You're, you're, and you're left to believe that that may be what it is because they don't go into it at all. However, as we heard in the plot, it's mentioned in the back of the box reading. It, right, it's right. part so of the story. So he it's was, like, okay, no, it is definitely telekinesis. He did, right. So it, this becomes more than a slasher movie. It's now a supernatural movie. And so oh, that so. that part, I don't, I'm not that's super what, huge into. That's what I was saying. Like, part of the, you know, getting obscure and just not really explaining a whole lot and going from 
pretty straightforward is now you got like different universes that this whole fucking movie is taking place in. Which no, I'm sure none of us would ever argue that that's we love that sort of thing. But when it's just there for the sake of being there and you don't dive into it. But it's more, not seamless how it goes. It goes from like uh, Chuck Connors or um, what is his name? Oh, uh, uh, Slauson. Slauson. It goes yeah. from Slauson's universe, and then it uh, just kind of goes into regular you know my reality. Is that uh, I think the telekinesis is their attempt to throw you off the scent that it is Slauson. Uh, uh, that's maybe that's what it was. And that's my only thing because otherwise it's like why have it there? Because it is such a transparent, like you said, there is no smooth transition between the two. It's like you have this world where Slauson exists and it's realism. You have the world where this brother, quote unquote. Um, has these telekinetic powers, and I'm thinking it's like maybe just to distract you from it's so very apparent that the <laughs> the killer is the same person. Yeah. And That's then, the only thing I can think. And of. then you might think that it's uh, mass hysteria from their victims, and then yeah, you know, what, what what world are we in? I don't right, know. right. And it didn't ever decide. Well, and I did read that uh, Charles Band is who produced this movie, and it was his Charles idea. Band, <laughs> bam, bam. It was his idea to have the telekinetic aspect of it and i don't think anybody else really wanted that but because he was the producer they kind of had to go along with it now uh, you look back on it and you go okay would this be the same movie without the telekinetic factor i don't know i mean would it be as good I, who knows uh it, it it's it's here it's there it's a good movie it really is i just think that that is kind of a, a weird deal i think if they didn't have that it would for me it would have been more effective yeah. it would have been a straight up slasher and that would have been good some of the things you guys said about the acting is really good. I, I don't I don't think it was bad acting by any means. I you don't you don't fall in love with the characters. You don't you know when they die, it's not like you're upset about it by any means. Um, and the one thing that drives me nuts about this one and some of the other movies, including Halloween, I'll be honest, it's the silent kills. It's like somebody gets stabbed or, or choked out or whatever, and there's mm-hmm. no noise. There's just like dead silence. It's like I don't think that that's realistic. This movie in particular, I, I, you know, again, it, it's. I knew we like to save trivia to the end, and we still have enough, but it's hard not to mention some of these things. In talking about the movie, they had a hard time. Uh, they they ran out of money when it came to the foley um, part of the, the sound effects, so they had to start digging um, into like MGM's. I think they had access to MGM's uh, archives and start coming up with sound effects on their own. So they really were working very limited on the sound of the movie and being able to get, they didn't have any, they did their own sound. They didn't hire anyone uh. to do that. And so there's actually sounds from, and I wish I had it in front of me from a few different MGM movies. Like there's a gunshot from gone with the wind. There is, nice. um, a, a few other sounds that are lifted straight from other movies. So it could have been just because they were working on a strict budget and strict constraints. Maybe I get that. Sound, but I totally know what you mean. Back to the cast a little bit. They're fighters, aren't they? I mean, this fuck, those fuckers survive damn near to the very end. Yeah, you know, uh, so Molly does survive. She's, Molly does. Survive. She's uh, she kind of loses her mind and takes she some was mannequins with quite her. Off and a little bit. She's yeah. like the only one that's not like. I, listen, three of us on a road trip, we stumble across this guy. I'm getting the fuck out of there. It's yeah. weird. She's yeah. like, no, let's go see what it's all about. I'm like, no, I want to. I want to get as far away from this dude as possible. You could tell something's not right. To that, it would have been a lot more scary if he just straight up, straight played a serial killer, you know, right, mass, right, whatever, instead of this telekinesis. I think the telekinesis makes him not as scary. Yeah, totally not. I, I do like the mannequins, how they 
how they commu- <laughs> they have like emotions and they scream. Well, yeah, they, yeah, I, was, their eyes move. Yeah, that I like that. And that's part cool of it. because it, it plays into this. We all, my brother is really good at mechanical stuff, and he can build things. I'm like, I buy it. Yeah, I don't need any extra telekinetic reason as to why these things can move. They just right. are mechanical and very well built. I can buy into that. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think, too, that uh, like him being telekinetic, he can control all the mannequins, and all of them have different uh, like personalities. That boy's good. And, yeah, I mean, he's, he's one <laughs> hell of a telekinetic. Man, <laughs> There is. are some things I like about this movie, though, guys. Like I really do love some of the things. I think the setting... Uh, of the movie at the Slossons, the Lost Oasis, the museum, the, or the Wax Museum, museum, it reminds me of the movie House of Wax. Uh-huh. And it's oh, very yeah. similar story. How the remake, the remake pretty much stole from this, what I read. Well, I mean, there's brothers in the remake, and, yeah. you know, it, it's like the same thing, where they're, they're, their victims become the wax figures. Yeah. The same thing, the victims become the mannequins in this. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's extremely similar. I love the mask that um, that Slosson wears, or Davey, or whatever, whatever you want to call him. Um, Several, but the the main one, he the has main a couple one, different ones the way that, that like the the like the upper lip kind of comes over the the jawline and has like this this break. I don't know. It's really creepy, man. It's really really cool. Um, so I definitely like that. Um, I, as I already said, I like the song that plays during that kind of memorial for Slauson's wife. Um, I think the mannequins are creepy as hell. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I think that's extremely effective, especially that one scene where. I think is it is it Jerry and maybe I is it Eileen maybe mm-hmm. uh, they're they're walking through the hallway and they're trying to hide from Slauson and he's like in that room wearing the 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 woman's mask it has the long blonde hair and oh, he's like yeah. playing with toys and he's you know very kind of leather face thing yeah. going on you know and uh, and they're they're trying to hide in the hallway oh that was great that's a great scene especially when he he hears something he comes out and he's looking around and like she's standing there like a mannequin. Like, totally yeah. still. Can you imagine that, dude? No. Like, trying to stand still so a serial killer, psychopath uh, you know, wouldn't that was, get you. That was extremely well done. I think that was really, yeah. really well done. So definitely some things about this movie that I, I love. Um, I have a, Well, this, this is the thing. I had a question. I think we've answered this for ourselves at this point, but we'll talk about it. Does the title, Tourist Trap, really have anything to do with the movie? Like, I'm going... Not since I built that highway. Not that damn interstate. <laughs> um, There's no tourists there. So I guess the trap part about it, because you're like, well, it, they they had car problems, and that's why they were over on the side of the road, right. and they stumbled upon this place. It wasn't right. a tourist trap like, oh, hey, pull over here because there's oh, the I, biggest I, you know, ball yeah, of I think twine. They were, they were hoping that, that that was the case, right? They wanted it to be this oasis, this paradise this hotel, and a wax well, museum. What, what and, caused the... Uh, you know the accident to make them in that situation. They had a flat tire, didn't we, they? Well, but it was it was Slauson. Do you remember the scene uh, when Jerry is driving the jeep and uh-huh. all of a sudden the headlight busts? Uh-huh. It's the telekinesis part. So it is a fucking trap. He he was trapping people coming yeah, down that highway yeah. just and, because. And and even if it, it played out, the you know no one seems to mention Norman Bates earlier, but no one seems to wonder how that works out and he seems to be getting along just fine like he's got this hotel that doesn't really do too well anymore because the new highway they built and everyone's detouring so i mean we love taking road trips see it all the time you know off the beaten path sort of you know curiosities and sideshow kind of things i totally think that there's a place like this and i totally think that it could have once really been a tourist spot and yeah tourist trap sure i buy it works the name works for me it's all good. Yeah. yeah. So it does make a little little sure. more more sense. You know, it's 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 the old thing, right? Uh they talk about it all the time with slashers or who who's they? But we do. Who, whoever it is. 
you got to have a way to isolate a group of young people away. And, you know, I think they kind of come up with a different way of doing it. I mean, maybe not so much now, you know, kids going on a road trip, going, we'll have, get, get detour, go to a cabin, get distracted. I mean, we saw it with what devil's rejects. You see it with, you know, they get kind of distracted by something that they yeah. really should have just kept pressing. They, their gut was probably telling them, let's keep going forward, even though we have car trouble, but yet should have, could have, would have. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Sucks, man. I should have yeah. kept going. Now I'm dead. Yep. Well, yeah. What do you guys think about the twist at the end when you find out that uh, he's about to marry um, Molly and or he's uh, is he going to marry her? Is or, it like he's like he's kind of like unholy matrimony? He's kind of decided that she's going to replace his wife, right? And then she he starts telling the story about how he, she was or whatever yeah, he says. Yeah. 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 I, I okay, mean, I have a question. Uh, I thought Chuck Connors was great. Fantastic. Up, up no, until Chuck, that point, Connors is it was that point. <laughs> well, not it's not his fault. But no, no, I, no. Sure. I, I personally didn't like the, where he starts revealing everything. I I just feel like this movie was just constantly. Like, just throwing these unnecessary twists. It's like, mm-hmm. I, you know what? You didn't have to tell me that. I knew that there, he was all fucked up right. from the very beginning. Well, here's the question. Here's the here's the real question. Was Davy even real? Did he even have a brother? Did he even have yeah. a wife? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, think they think? Went, I think they ran off together, and that drove him crazy. Well, he killed him. Because or they killed him. Yeah, they were whoring they, in yeah, his house. Yeah, whoring they, right under his roof. They, they were. They were. Yeah. Back. Back. Back dooring it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So, but I, again, really, you you believe that? I I don't know. I think is is Davy his alter ego? You see pictures. I mean, they're yeah. flipping through the out. But again, that could be anyone. Who knows? Uh, but uh, you know, the, the the twist in the movie, like like you said earlier about when it reveals that. That Davy, the brother that's wearing the mask, when he takes the mask off, it's actually Slauson. Oh yeah, big surprise. Yeah, uh, and then this this kind of twist where at the end he's like, oh, "I'm gonna take Molly and make her mine." And then he says, "Oh, I killed my brother and my wife." It's just like, okay, yeah, yeah I would have figured that. You are a psychopath, that's, right? Uh, right. That's uh, not unbelievable. And you know, I think they were trying to really go for something disturbing, and it just. It just fell short. And that's probably true. I mean, look, it, the director, writer-director David Schommler, Schmoller, 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 Schmoller. He, he, in an interview, he said that. He's like, we really thought we were pushing the boundaries. And maybe that was him full throttle, mm-hmm. you know, like really trying to like um, push the boundaries with the... the the gore and and the and the plot twist. I don't know. I, it, maybe it's a, maybe it's a result of him I'll give trying him credit too for hard. a PG movie, sure. But sure. You know what? PG right. thirteen didn't exist then, and if right. it was PG thirteen, you know, maybe yeah. it wouldn't have been as shocking. Yeah, yeah. And it is true. I didn't. Really, I didn't. I forgot that PG thirteen didn't come until mm-hmm. later. Yeah. yeah. I wonder when, when Temple did... of Doom was it? I think so. Uh, was that like eighty four? Like, yeah, because I think they were trying to make that an R movie, and then they. I, I could be all wrong, but as I remember it, it's like PG-13 is because of Indiana Jones Temple. Interesting. Huh. Did not know that. Maybe. Fun fact uh, of the You day. know, listeners, if you know the, the real story behind that, drop us a line. I thought I thought that was it. I thought somewhere I read that or heard that that movie. It sounds right, dude. Because they, they, they were trying to make it an R movie, and then... Yeah. You know, like, so cast and crew, some trivia stuff. I mean, uh, we talked about the fact that it's David Schmoller is the uh, director. Um, he also directed Puppet Master, another Charles Band production, which is great. Um, yeah, and you know, with a quick note on him, you know, he's uh, University of Texas alum. A lot of the people that worked on Chainsaw worked on this movie. Yeah, um, he was uh, uh, there whenever they filmed that. And his first movie is like a student short film that won a bunch of awards, kind of helped put his name on the map 
It's called The Spider Will Kill You. Incorporates a lot of um, dolls, a lot of mannequins, a lot of puppets. Some of that design aesthetic carried over into this. He had a very clear vision on how the upper lip was separated from the jaw in a way and how he wanted the mannequins to look. Nice. His art director... By the name, man by the name of Aaron Jones, I think was it. Oh, man, I should know this. Anyway, apparently he was a real good, um, really good at being able to get stuff for free and swindling people. Hey, I'll trade you this for this. And he was able to get just a ton of mannequins to work oh, with. Oh, nice. It kind of plays onto what, you know, later on with Puppet Master, we see that, you know, that uh, David uh, Schmoller kind of went on to carry on, you know, this sort of puppeteer, sort of marionette whore. The aesthetic. dude has doll fetish, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a thing for him. Yeah, I like it. I, wait, I, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so producers, we talked about Charles Band. Uh, he's of Full Moon Films or Full Moon Productions. Did the Puppet Master films, Castle Freak, Evil Bong, crazy amount of movies. Uh, really, really great stuff. And then we had J. Larry Carroll was another producer. He uh, produced a cool movie in the 80s. I don't know if you guys have seen this one called Ghost Town. It's an old western town that's run by uh, ghost skeleton cowboys. Pretty cool. And then uh, he also did some of the editing on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so that's kind of the the tie-in there. Um, But yeah, Chuck Connors plays Mr. Slauson. Uh, He he was in a couple of other movies. I mean, he's in a lot of movies. We'll do some trivia here in a little bit about some of the other uh, professions that he had, which is kind of crazy, man. This guy was awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he was in Old Yeller. He was in Flipper. Um, so he was in some movies that you, you probably uh, probably recognize from your childhood or, or things like that. So pretty cool. Um, what, what's some good trivia that we have here, Evil Eddie? There's, I know there's a lot of good stuff behind this one. Piggybacking off of the cast, uh, Jocelyn Jones. Not Jocelyn Jones, I'm sorry, Tanya Roberts. Oh, yeah, from yeah. The Charlie's Angels, right? Yeah, 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 she was in Charlie's Angels. Uh, she just died earlier this year. Rest uh, her soul. Yeah, Is it Eileen. She was played by Robin Sherwood. She She's most famous for playing Charles Bronson's daughter in uh, Death Wish 2. Death Wish. Death Wish 2. How many of those are there? There's like four? There's like, uh, there's yeah, like there's maybe a, 13 of them or something? There's a few of them. But some trivia. You were saying Chuck Connors uh, had a different profession before going to acting, and that was he was a professional athlete, played for the Celtics. And then he also played minor league baseball or – Semi-pro baseball, I guess. He okay. Would, it wasn't, uh, but um, he was known for being uh, kind of a a pest in sports. He would showboat, and it pretty much ended his career because I think a pitcher threw a ball straight at his face. And uh, But somebody at MGM kind of noticed this guy kind of clowning around and just having this big presence on the baseball team and kind of said, hey, uh, you want to try your hand at acting? And uh, How about that? I was reading something about him, and his idea was that he wanted to become, like, the next big thing in horror. He yeah, wa- he wanted, he wanted to be, like, to be a be Boris Karloff. Kind of, yeah. I don't think, did he live much longer mm, after? No, he Trump? died in the 90s. Oh, he so did. Okay, he, I'm sorry. He had a little bit it. left. Okay. Well, he did a great job, that's yeah. for sure. I think yeah, he makes this movie. He does, but um, I was listening to Joe Bob talk about it, and he said that, uh, he made a good point. He said, hey, he was way too good-looking to be known as a horror icon. The music was done by Italian composer Pino Donaggio, and uh, he was paid a fifth of the movie's budget, or it was like a fifth or a sixth of the movie's budget. So a lot of that went to him, which Erwin Yablon's 
fucking hated the score. So so did Hell's Hooligan. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Wh- I goddamn loathe. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that we need to dish-gish? Um, as far as trivia, no. No? Yeah. Do we want to get into, like, favorite kills? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Of course. My man. Yup. What's yours, Evil Eddie? Okay, I've been dying to talk about this, and I cut out a lot of what I wanted to talk about at the beginning for this. Um, the part where he kills Tina. Absolutely, dude. Oh my fucking god, that was. You agree? Yeah. Lynn Leatherface. Oh, that was a, a very, very. If for nothing else, that singular kill, and I don't want to take away too much of what you're going to say. Oh, so no, I want you no. to go ahead, actually, because go ahead, well, go ahead, go and finish your. Point. I'm, I'm going to say this. The fact is that this killer is terrifying in the movie because of that scene, because of the way that voice is perfect. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a true psychopath. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember what episode we were talking about it where, you know, it kind of did portray like an actual kind of uh, profile of an actual serial killer. The, uh-huh. the fake voice, the uh, it just was so perfect. The way he explains how he's killing her. That is the fucking craziest to me is how he's, you're he's walking me, you through it. That yeah, is the last way I want to go. <laughs> like like that very last thing is, is like I was fucking around with on the video store earlier. And I was like, you know, it covers up all your air holes or whatever. It's yeah. like he basically, I think he starts off by covering her nose. Uh, you know, he does her face first and then he covers yeah. her nose and then he covers her eyes. And then he's explaining as I cover your mouth. You won't be able to breathe anymore, but you won't die from suffocation, suffocating. You'll die from fear. Your heart will explode with fear or something like that. And you can see her do it like she kind of like starts convulsing and shit. And like all of a sudden you can see her like she's dead. Died of fear. That's that is some creepy shit, man. It sticks with you. And for any if for anything else like this movie catapulted to a different level it tipped my thumb for maybe halfway down the halfway up for that kill alone right that stands out and yeah. for the lack of violence this movie has is the gore that is that's effective that kills effective very and the way he describes everything about it brutal so we're Absolutely all in agreement that that is by far the best i think that that scene alone makes the movie I, I, when i said that chuck connors makes the movie it is true his it acting can, can his character well, that's chuck, Connor. that's chuck connors yeah it can all be lumped into that what couple minutes that that scene takes and everything then, for that film worked extremely well and like like you said probably why i like this movie so much yeah it's a you cool know. movie. It's uh, all it, of it worked really. It, well it right really there. did. Yeah. I think, just despite some of the things that I don't like about it, or that any of us don't like about it, it it's still a, a good one. Yeah, some, and, somehow and it works. It, I don't it, know. It, yeah. the, the the things that redeem it, the things that make it good, um, make it really good, and and, and sort of outweigh those. How much it drags, or the telekinesis kind of being like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. Well, cool. I think that about wraps it up for us today, guys. Yeah, buddies. Yeah, yeah buddies. So, tell us something. Do you agree or disagree with us? Did we miss something? Is there something horror-related that you'd like to hear us cover? Well, let us know. Reach out to us between episodes. We look forward to hearing from you. So listen up. And remember... Stay scary? Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Wait. Stay, Stay scary! scary! Get six! Get six! Get six to six!